0: Hello and welcome to the Mostly Media Podcast where we talk media mostly. I'm your host Cole Giroux and it's a bittersweet kind of day. Uh, I'm alone. hasn't happened in a while. We're going to be taking it back to some of the first days of this podcast where I was here doing this by myself. Um, I wasn't able to have anybody else come on and Janie today... Today I'm filming has started her new job as a teacher, so she is going to have very little time to come and do this now. We're going to try to find time to do some episodes with her, but it's going to be a bit harder to do that now, so... What was that? Oh, I think the chair just made a noise. I heard something. Sorry. I don't remember what I was saying. Anyway, so... Today you're just getting me I'm deciding to um, Try to film today It's the hottest day Of the year so far I believe it's 99 degrees outside Not happy about that Where's my phone? Give me a second I need to find my phone I got it okay. <laughs> um, Yeah it is very hot today And I've decided to sit here and do this can't even have the fan on that much because it's gonna make noise so we're gonna suffer through this but I'm still gonna have fun don't worry I love doing the podcast <laughs> so today I, I needed to find something a little little something to do because it is in my opinion the last week of summer right now when September hits it is fall there is nothing else to be done except for fall in September so for the last Episode of August We are going to try and Keep it kind of summary. not really I'm talking about music today I feel like we haven't Done an episode lately that's like All music based, it's been a lot of movies And TV shows If I remember correctly I All my days are getting mixed up So, I wanted to come on today Oh, I need to talk about Weekly recap, I always forget Okay, so I, it's brief I, If you listen to previous episodes I tried mowing and broke a mower I mowed and I did it successfully I did it yesterday, 93 degrees outside I was sweating to death But I got it done And um, Janie started her job That's all I think I have There's not much that's been going on this week Just been kind of chill I'd say I've been going to work As I should if I want to get paid So yeah so we're just going to kind of get into this episode. Don't know why. Oh, hello. Oh, are you coming to be my guest today? <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry for the, the scene change up. We just changed the scene. What? Last episode? Last two episodes? Uh, last one. It was the last one. And there, it was the last episode we got the the scene change. Um, And we're changing it again because I'm... By, by, I can't talk. I'm sorry. I'm by myself. So I figured might as well change it up a little bit just because, so you're not just looking at me from the side and there's stuff behind me that I might talk about during the episode. I don't know. You can't really see it with the light back there. So if you are watching on YouTube, sorry. So we're just going to get on into this. This might be a very long one. Am might not? It's not, it's not going to be a long one. I don't know why I said that. I'm by myself. I don't have that much to say. <laughs> I'm going to talk about some of my like favorite albums. Basically, it's my 10 out of 10 albums. I have 10 of them, but I have 10 honorable mentions, so it's basically a list of 20 albums that I really like. It's just the way I wanted to title the episode. So, we're just going to get on into this. I'm going to start with a little preface kind of thing that most of these albums... I didn't. I could say I didn't say all time of all time for a reason. Like these aren't my ten out of ten albums of all time. I feel like that would be a different list. That would take a longer time to curate. This is a list I curated in like an hour. Like I just thought of albums I really liked and put them on this list. So this is probably like my ten out of ten albums from like the past few years. Like most of these albums, I are from like 2021, not when they were made, but like when I started enjoying them 2021 to now. So yeah, you're going to notice it's a lot of like, none of them are old albums. Like they're very recently made albums. And maybe that's just like a recent recency bias. Is that what that's called? Let me see. Recent. I need my glasses. I took them off (laughs) because I couldn't see. Recency. Re. I don't know what it's called. Recency bias? Is it a thing? Recency bias is a cognitive bias that favors recent events over historic ones. A memory bias. Okay, so I guess I was right. Thank you, brain. All righty. Let's let's got <laughs> let's get into this. Another thing you'll notice is that I feel like I don't really have a specific genre of music that I listen to. I feel like a lot of it is more, like, alternative folk based, if that makes sense. But it kind of jumps around mainly in like the pop alternative genre, I'd say. Indie too. So, yeah. Those are just a few prefaces before we really get into this. So, to start off, I don't have these in any specific Order. I just kind of threw them in here, how I remembered them. <laughs> so first on the list, we have the Boy Genius EP by Boy Genius. Now, this is the one and only EP I have on this list. I wasn't sure if I should count EPs, but like when you look at Boy Genius, the EP, it's very hard to be like, I can't include this in this list, because it is such an amazing album in air quotes, album because it's an EP what does EP stand for? I've, I look this up like every year and I never know what does EP stand for <laughs> extended play EP stands for extended play meaning that an EP is longer than a single but shorter than an album okay I, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> so, I love Boy Genius. I, I've i stated this over many social media platforms, many places on the internet, like YouTube, TikTok, Instagram. There are so many places, the podcast, where I have mentioned that I am a diehard Boy Genius fan. I feel like the light on my computer is making me look weird. And... I will not back down from that statement. This EP is probably one of the best EPs I've listened to. It has the, like, it's a masterful, I have a hair in my mouth. (laughs) It's a masterful collection of, like, the most perfect sounds and lyrics and instrumentals. Like, it is the perfect like this is the way i would describe my music taste if that makes sense like this the way this album sounds like there's alternative indie like pop kind of not really um uh folk like there's some folk twang in there and i love that so much like i love a good pop alternative indie like song with a little twang to it and i feel like that you'll get that vibe from the music i have here that is like my genre of music and with each album here i have um my favorite song off the album <laughs> looking at this little google doc i've made i noticed that there are two albums i did not put songs for so i'm gonna have to try to pull those out of my butt to <laughs> give you a song that i love from this album anyway ugh, the hair in my mouth still oh <laughs> um My favorite song off of the Boy Genius EP is Salt in the Wound. And I have been a Salt in the Wound truther since day one. Like, I listened to this EP, and it was the song off of the album. And you can't tell me otherwise. A lot of people now have been, like, dieharding this song. And I'm just like, you're only doing this because you listen to the record. It has been... Am I even in focus? I can't even see. (laughs) If I'm blurry, don't pay attention. Move along. Janie's not here and she is my mommy at this point. She does everything. Okay? (laughs) Anyway. We all know, us boy genius truthers, that the record launched them into fame. Like, they were popular beforehand. Phoebe Bridgers, Lucy Dacus, Julian Baker. They were all... Very quite, they were quite popular before they announced their comeback because like Phoebe Bridgers popped off kind of because of Taylor Swift and like all her little whatevers, and then her association with Julian and Lucy kind of propelled them. I'm not saying that they that Phoebe Bridgers made them famous, by all means, that is not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that how popular Phoebe Bridgers has gotten has helped Julian and Lucy their connection to her and their band boy genius and so after they announced their comeback and their new album they have grown to a monstrosity that i love to see but a lot of you people out there have not been day one boy genius truthers i i'm not i can say that for a fact i started listening to this 2020 2021 early 2020 early 2021 late 2020 So I wasn't there when this was all going down. I was there after the fact. But I still stand by the fact that I got here before the album came out, (laughs) okay? I mean, the record. The album is Joe, Joe Jonas. The Jonas Brothers thing, right? Let me fact check real quick. I'm pretty sure the album is the newest Joe, not Joe Jonas, Jonas Brothers album. It is, the album. They copied Boy Genius. Okay, I think I'm going on a little tangent here. I'm just going to... But what I was trying to say is Salt in the Wound has been getting so popular because they've been playing it live and doing their little gay things during that song. And I love it. And so people have been posing that a lot. That's, That's a lot of what I see from Boy Genius concerts is them rolling around on the ground during Salt in the Wound while Julian is doing her infamous guitar solo. And it's amazing. Okay, next we're going to talk about Juno by Remy Wolf. I have a few records of all of these. I think there's a few that I don't have. Um, and this one right here, if you can see it right here, it's behind a plant. That is Juno. And that came out in 2021, I believe, Summer. What set is on the back? I don't know. It's a record. Okay. It came out in 2021. I'm quite certain. And it is... Amazing. I started listening to Remy Wolf during quarantine. I think um, Cheese in the song came out. It was like Cautious Clay, Still Woozy, Remy Wolf. There were a few other people on that song. Um, I started listening to that nonstop. Like Remy Wolf was one of the, um, for me, I guess at least. I'm pretty sure a lot of people listened to her during this time. Uh, like, the music, the sound of Quarantine, like this, Super Lonely, all those like, I guess it's like bedroom pop, is that what it's called? Um, Kind of like the Claro immunity vibe, I guess, like the electronic pop kind of sound. Um, That was like these, what Quarantine sounded like for a lot of people if you had TikTok. And that's when I started listening to Remy Wolf and then... I went to college and then she released this album and it made my life better. It is such a good album. It is so fun and upbeat. Mostly. Um, It just sounds so fun. I love the vibe that Remy Wolf gives. And I wish I had the deluxe version of the record. I'm pretty sure. I saw her tweet saying like, who wants the deluxe version of the album of Juno? But, like, I had pre-ordered this and the pre-order for the original hadn't even been shipped yet. And so, like, (laughs) I don't don't know if that ever came to fruition. I was focused on this, not the Deluxe. But the Deluxe has Liz on there, her single, which is one of my favorite songs of all time. If you haven't listened to Liz by Rumo, I'm getting confused, by Remy Wolf, it is so good. It is the best song I think I've ever heard. It's a very big opinion. Anyway, this is one of the the albums I did not have a a song for. Oh, here, I pulled up the people. The people that were on the single Cheezin' is Cautious Clay, Remy Wolf, Sophie Myers, I think that's how you say that, Still Woozy, uh, Melanie Faye, Claude, and HXNS. I just wanted to pay my dues there. Give credit to where credit was due. Anyway. Let me pull up Juno real quick so I can try to find a, a song that I like. I like all of the songs, honestly. But, okay. Hmm. I'm not going to go off the deluxe because I don't have the deluxe. I'm going off of just the original album. Oh, this is hard. I love so many of these songs. I, I think originally when I first listened to the album, my favorite was Buzz Me In. I don't know. Sexy Villain's really good. But I think I'm a WYD, what are you doing, kind of girly. And I, I think I'll stand by that. It's the... Uh, 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 it is the third song on the album. So good. Love it. But honestly, every single song off this album and the deluxe, genius, pure gold, I'd recommend it highly. Okay. Next up, we have one for my my bestie Morgan out there. She's been on many times. I'm sure you've seen her on here before if you watch continuously. Um, we have Give Me a Minute by Lizzie McAlpine. Um, and I feel like a lot of these... We've talked about... We had an episode with with Shimada about Boy Genius. We had an episode about Lizzie McAlpine with Morgan. And I'm pretty sure that's the extent of like the music on here, really. Except for little parts where I talked about songs and stuff, maybe. Anyway... Go watch those episodes if you want to hear more in-depth details about Boy Genius and Lizzie McAlpine from my point of view and some of my friends. <sighs> so, we have Give Me a Minute by Lizzie McAlpine. This is a banger after banger after banger album. Um, I guess that makes sense. This is my 10 out of 10 albums. So, I you would hope I would think all of the songs were bangers, maybe with like one or two skips along the way. Um and that has been fact for all of the ones I've said so far. I'm pretty sure all the ones in my top 10, that is the truth. So I don't know why I said that. Um, but give me a minute. Kinda is my album. I started listening to this my last year of college. It's very like a lot of these albums I started listening to in college and I have, there's a very sweet spot in my heart for my time I had in college when I lived, um, in Bloomington when I went to ISU. Um, there were just like great memories I have there. This sounds so cheesy and corny, but it's true. Um, like there were days where I would just have nothing to do. Probably should have been doing homework and studying, but I wasn't there for school. I was there for the vibes. Honestly, that's a, that's a joke. That was a joke. Everybody. I, 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 I studied, um, Anyway, there were days where I would just like, want to have a chill day and just go out and about. And you're in a college town. There's a lot of stores in a college town. I had to go. Like, I couldn't just not go to a store. That's why I'm in debt. <laughs> um, And like, I would just drive to Target, go to Starbucks and hit all these other little stores. Oh, I went to Hobby a Lobby. Hobby a Lobby? Really? Hobby Lobby. Hi, I'd like you to meet my daughter, Hobby Lobby. <laughs> oh, gosh. Anyway, I ended up going to Hobby Lobby and Michael's a lot when I was in um Bloomington. Don't know why. I'm not a crafty guy. I don't like those stores. They make me upset because those items aren't discounted. That is the price, and you overprice them and then mark them down. That's how those stores work. They always get you. They get me, too um so i went there a lot i'm sure if i looked around my room hard enough right now i could find one item from hobby lobby if i tried but i i can't find anything right now okay no no okay um anyway i would those days where i would do that where i just go out and about get my get my little coffee drink go to target hit a bunch of other little stores they oh i was so pissed the last month i was in college they got a crumble I could have been getting crumble and I could only probably for the best. Honestly, I would have been, I would have eaten so much and so bad for my health. Oh my gosh. Anyway, the days where I would do that, I would listen to like, give me a minute in a lot of these albums here. Cause a lot of them, a lot of them are like a fall vibe. And I would love doing that stuff from like September until November when I was in college. And then I would go home in December. Um, And so I think that's why I like a lot of these albums because I would literally just drive around Bloomington normal listening to these albums. And let me tell you, it was a wonderful time. Okay, I didn't really say that much about Give Me a Minute, but if you want to hear more of my thoughts on Give Me a Minute, you can go listen to my podcast about Lizzie McAlpine because it is a good episode with Morgan. It is a fun little time. So this is the second album on this list that I forgot to put a song for. Oh, wait, no, I did. I typed it out. just didn't save. Okay. My favorite song off of Give Me a Minute, again, was very hard to choose. Because, like, they're all so good and, like, I couldn't decide. Let me pull up the album real quick. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. Oh, I don't know if you can see it. It's right there above my finger that I'm pointing at. I have the record. Um, Okay. So, like, the entire opening of this album is, like, pure gold. Like, you have Give Me a Minute, Nothing Sad and Stuff, Over the Ocean Call, Andrew, I Knew, Where Do I Go, to the ma- Like, these are bangers after bangers after bangers. Like, I love albums like this where I can just listen and not have to skip. Those are so good. I feel like that's a, a general statement that everybody believes. I don't know why I say these things. But... After many a listen to this album, I think, I knew, is probably one of my favorite songs off this album. Like, Give Me a Minute and Nothing and Sad and Stuff, great openness to the album, depressing, made me sad as hell in college. But, a bit overhyped. And I said this on, um, I said overhyped, I didn't mean that, I'm so sorry. Anyway, I said this on the episode with Morgan, um, everybody talks about the plot twist in Ceilings by Lizzie McAlpine and is saying it's like the biggest plot twist in a song ever, those people have not listened to I Knew. I Knew hits you in the gut. It is a gut punch. Amazing song. Anyway, let's move on. Next we have Atlanta Millionaires Club by Faye Webster. This right here, back to back, this is a back to back fall vibe if I'd ever did see one. (laughs) You got Give Me a Minute, Atlanta Millionaires Club. Atlanta's millionaire... Atlanta Millionaire's Club, oh my gosh, is the fallest fall album that has ever falled. It is so good. It has the perfect amount of like pop, indie, alternative. It's got that twang. It has a lot of I don't know what instrument that is, but I love it. It sounds beautiful. I love it so much. This is one I do not have on vinyl, and I wish I did. It is so good. I love that people hate the cover. Because she has the chocolate and everyone's like, "And so gross. And I love it. <laughs> um, I think I just... I need to stop taking so much time with each of these albums. I'm going to run out of time. But anyway, my favorite song off of Atlanta Millionaires Club is probably Hurt Me Too. But you could probably say any song off this album is your favorite and it is valid. Johnny, Kingston, Right Side of My Neck, Bangers... These are also good. They all... This is the perfect fall album. I can't state that enough. Perfect fall album. Okay. This is actually like the perfect segue between my summer series. Summer series. I didn't really do a summer series. And then my fall series. Because I'm going to start doing fall-related episodes for the podcast in September until October. And then we're going to do Spookies. We're doing Spookies in October. And then after October in November... We're back to fall. We're going to do fall again all December, Christmas. This, like right after this episode comes out, I am fall fall mode instantly. Um, I filmed an episode last week that's coming out next week. And I don't know if you can tell, there's like little hints of fall throughout my set here. I tried to hide them as much as I could. There's literally, I don't think you can see them. Can you see that? No, you can't. There's something right there. I won't tell you what it is. Okay. Okay. <laughs> But anyway, this is the perfect segue because there's a good mix of like fall, winter vibed albums and then like summery albums on this list. Next, (laughs) we have Orange Blood by Mount Joy. I was religiously listening to this album like for weeks on end at the beginning of the summer, like May, June time. And I I self-proclaimed it, this and another album I'll get to was my like it is my album Sound of the Summer. And I still I still live by that. Honestly, this album Orange Blood, Juno by Remy Wolf and then an album I'll get to in a second, let me breathe, um are like my sounds of this summer. They're my summer sounds. And I do stand by that. Orange Blood is amazing. It is so good. Out of the 3 Albums joy has come out with. I think Orange Blood is my favorite. It is the only one I have on record on vinyl. It's right there in this halo glow of my closet light. You cannot see it, but I have one, two, three records up there. This middle one is Orange Blood. That one, we're going to get to. And then on the other side, there's a mirror right there. I could have just looked. We have Boy Genius. This one's Boy Genius right here. Japanese Orange Pressing. Prize possession. That is a prize possession right there if I had ever seen one. Um, Orange Blood is so good. So good. I think that's all I'm going to say about all these albums is that they're so good. They are my 10 out of 10 albums. So it makes sense that they're going to be this good. I didn't have any sort of ranking system for these. I have started like mathematically ranking albums that I listen to. But I haven't gone back and listened to old albums and mathematically ranked those. Except for one. There's one on this list I have. But there's no like data or statistics I can give for this it's just vibes, I go off vibes and the vibes of this are vibing so, <clears throat> my favorite song off of Orange Blood is Roly Poly and there is a TikTok of me dancing to it um, filling a machine at work I was at work and I filmed a TikTok of me dancing while I was filling a machine with water and then I um, posted the TikTok, went to work and the machine broke so, little anecdote Next up we have If My Wife Knew I'd Be Dead by CMAT. Which I still don't know for sure what what CMAT stands for. It is her name. It's her initials. It's Sierra something something Thompson, I think. Just, let me just speak her full government name out loud right now. Sierra. <laughs> Orange blood. <laughs> I'm... I feel a bit unhinged currently guys and I feel so safe telling you that I hope, I hope this is a safe space for you because I feel completely deranged at the moment Sierra Mary Alice Thompson that's her name, that's what CMAT stands for um, if my wife knew I'd be dead goals, love it, but wait I spelled something wrong yeah. If my wife knew, I'd be dead. I, on my sheet, here I spelled it with a K. It's not spelled with a K. It's if my wife knew, like N E W knew, I'd be dead. Iconic. Okay. This album, I can't say enough about it. I was just scrolling through the browse, yeah, the browse um, tab on Apple Music. I listen to Apple Music. Don't judge. I have Spotify too. Um, and the cover for this album, it is beautiful. It's right there. Right here. This is C Matt. If my wife knew, I'd be dead. She has a new album coming out. Very excited. But if you can't see this, I'll probably I'm gonna put it up on the screen here. Cause this is an artful masterpiece of an album cover, and it instantly drew me in, and I downloaded. The um, I added the entire album to my um library because I wanted to listen to it, and then I put it off for so long. I listened to like the f- most popular song, which is amazing. It has an amazing video. It's um, uh, I don't really care for you. Great song. And um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I I revisited the album much later and listened to the whole thing, and. As I've said before, banger after banger after banger. You cannot look at this album and tell me it is bad. Nashville. I don't really care for you. Peter Bogdanovich. Goals. Okay. No more Virgos. As a, as a Virgo here, I stand. no more Virgos. Okay. I'm so sorry. Lonely. Groundhog Day. Communion. So good. to wreck to Care. Um, geography Teacher. Mm-hmm. I want to be a cowboy baby. We got vine references in this album and it is amazing. Lastly here, last on the album, not on the deluxe. The deluxe is good, but lastly on the full album, the the 12th track on this album is my favorite song at the moment. I go back and forth all the time. My favorite song used to be, I don't really care for you. Then it was Nashville. Amazing song about killing yourself. Trigger warning. Nashville is about telling your friends you're moving to Nashville, but you go Off yourself Oh my gosh What a crazy intro to an album My my album Oh my gosh (laughs) My favorite then moved to Groundhog Day And then we kind of moved around I Don't Want to Be a Cowboy Baby Too Rick to Care Uh, Every Bottle is My Boyfriend Currently we're at My favorite song is I'd Want You it is the slowdown that you need to end this album. It is the perfect closer. From opening with Nashville to closing with I'd Want You, this is a front to back perfect album. I cannot stress that enough. Thank you, CMAT, for what for the gifts you've given the world and your service. Thank you. <laughs> Up next we have kind of a controversial choice, Solar Power by Lord. I said what I said, okay? Solar Power is Lord's best work. Melodrama almost made the cut. She almost did. But Solar Power did it. This was the third album that is my sound of the summer. Solar Power, Orange Blood, Juno. My songs of the summer are this album's (laughs) grammar. (laughs) So... That's a controversial choice because when this album came out August 20th, 2021, everyone hated it. And I listened to it that first time and said, I'm not the biggest Lord fan. I don't think I like this because it's Lord. Second listen, obsessed. Amazing album. I did not like it on my first listen. I will admit that. I can't be the person that's like, this was the best album I've ever heard on first listen. I'm not going to be that Lord fan. I am a Lord fan now, I wasn't before. But. I listened to this the second time, obsessed with it. I feel like I'm jumping all around the place. I told you I felt deranged, okay? Um, Yeah. Also, I'm going to circle back for a second. I said melodrama didn't make a cut, but it almost did. My criteria for this, there was no criteria, <laughs> except for the vibes. Um, And then I could have put other albums on here that I wanted to put on here, like... Other uh, Lord albums. Like, ooh, I can't talk. Oh my gosh. Like, for Boy Genius, I could have put the record. That is an amazing album. But I decided I only wanted to do one album per, like, artist, if that makes sense. Like, I have a Phoebe Bridgers album on this list. But Phoebe Bridgers is also in Boy Genius. But I count Boy Genius as a separate entity. Um, But also i wanted to put melodrama in the honorable mentions but i was like no there's other artists i want to like talk about other than just say oh here's another lord album here it is so i did not put melodrama in the honorable mentions but melodrama is like a 10 out of 10 album for me i just only could do one album per artist in my mind okay if that makes sense um so yeah solar power is amazing if you dislike solar power try giving it another listen Try to understand it more. You got to get the vibes. Everybody, it's a summer album for sure, 100%. But when it came out, it was August and I was heading back to college or I was going to college for the first time. What? I've been going to college since... I've been in college since 2018. I'm not in college anymore. I can't talk. Oh my gosh, I have the hiccups. I started college 2018. I ended college 2022. (laughs) But my first... Two years, kind of, kind of, was at a community college so I could get my gen eds. And then the pandemic hit and I was stuck at home. But I was enrolled at ISU, so I was taking online ISU courses. But in August of 2021, I finally was able to go to college. I went to ISU. (laughs) And that is when I count myself as going to college to have like the actual college experience. So if I say that again, that's what I mean. I'm rambling. Oh my gosh. This is why I need a host or a co-host so I can like talk to someone and keep me on track. Here, I'm just going for it and I'm apologizing for that. So I count it as a fall album, (laughs) Solar Power. I don't count it as a fall album, but for me, it gives fall vibes because that's when I was listening to it, like the fall of 2021. Okay. My favorite song off of this is Oceanic Feeling. It is the closer of the album, and it is beautiful. I love it so much. I'm going to try to go faster here, because I feel like I'm talking too much about each album, and I have 13 more to go. I'm going to talk about three of them a little bit more in-depth, but the other ones I'll run through a little, because those are the honorable mentions I talked about. So next up for my 10 out of 10s, we have Norman fucking Rockwell. <laughs> I said that like Taylor Swift or um, Olivia Rodrigo. Like, they, it's their first time being allowed to cuss, <laughs> so they really have to hit it home. Norman effing Rockwell I'll say that from now on just to keep it a little more PJ PJ PG oh my gosh Norman effing Rockwell by Lana Del Rey this one has been getting a little bit of a resurgence lately on TikTok I've been seeing so many people talk about it this is one of the albums this came out 2019 summer of 2019 I think it was like it was August time I think I'm pretty sure it was like August something of 2019 when this came out which was like peak culture, in my opinion. <laughs> like the summer of 2019 was peak. Um, and this cemented it for me. This album is so good. Like, I can't say enough about it, but I don't even know where to start because I'm just going to start rambling like every single other album I've talked about here. I will say my favorite song is How to Disappear. A bit of a... um, um Not generic, not basic. Common answer, I guess. Like a lot of people have been really liking this song lately but that's been my favorite song since 2019 it is so good next up i'm just gonna keep going so i don't ramble we have preacher's daughter by ethel kane this is one of my favorite albums of all time it's on my 10 out of 10 list and it is probably top three i don't even know it is so good the storytelling like on your first listen you're like this is a good album it is it has a very distinct sound that kind of switches between songs and you kind of don't understand at first, unless you know, going into it, like this is a concept album, but on your second listen, you're like, this is a story. It's telling a story and it is a beautifully heart, heart wrenching, sad story. I have a full episode about the story of Ethel Kane on the podcast it's a few, it's like one of our first like 10 episodes, I think. I think it's like episode eight or something. It is amazing. If you don't know the story of Ethel Cain or the album Preacher's Daughter, highly recommend it. It is amazing. She's coming out with more albums. Give her time. Books, movies. Like this is a whole storyline that I'm excited to expand more on. I'm waiting for you, Hayden. That's her real name. Her real name's Hayden. Hayden Silas Anadonia but she goes by Ethel Kane which is the character. And my favorite song is Thoroughfare. It is I think the longest song on the album and it, it's beautiful. It is like the a western vibe, so good. It's about love. But is it? I won't just I won't spoil the story. So, yeah. I got to keep taking drinks. I'm running out of lubrication for my throat. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay. Lastly, for my um, 10 out of 10, like official list, not honorable mentions, we have Punisher by Phoebe Bridgers. You can't see that one. It's right here behind my head. So, did we hit all of them up there? Yeah, we got CMAT, Norman Effing Rockwell, Orange Blood, Boy Genius, Give Me a Minute. Right there, we got Punisher. Juno and then I don't have the record for Faye Webster's Atlanta Millionaires Club and sadly Ethel Kane's Preacher's Daughter does not have a record and a vinyl record sadly 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 okay so Punisher by Phoebe Bridgers I could talk at lengths about this one this one had me Curled up in a ball the first time I listened to it. It is so good. And Janie loves to tell this story. She introduced me to Phoebe Bridgers before it was like the thing. And um, she showed me the song Killer off of uh, Stranger in the Alps. That was another one I wanted to put in honorable mentions, but I couldn't. I couldn't just have the same artists like other albums for my honorable mentions. I had to switch it up on, on y'all. So, um, <laughs> uh, 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 uh. And I didn't like it at first. I wasn't a fan because that wasn't the kind of lis- music I was like listening to at the time. I don't even remember when that was. I think it was twenty nineteen when I was in my like pop era. Like I was listening to Dua Lipa, Lizzo. I was listening to um Lana Del Rey's new album, Norman Fucking Rockwell. Anyway, um Post Malone, like the very big names of like twenty nineteen, Harry Styles. Like that's what I was listening to at the time, I believe. <clears throat> and it just wasn't vibing with me. Let me make sure this is still recording, because I'm terrified I have recorded no audio. Okay, we're still going. We're good. We're good. <clears throat> anyway, so I wasn't the biggest fan of Phoebe Richards to start out with, but I later revisited. I listened to Savior Complex later, like in 2020 during the pandemic, and I loved it. Amazing. Her best song. And then I l- revisited the whole album, listened to it front to back, and became obsessed with Phoebe Bridgers. So, yeah. If you don't know, my favorite song off this album is Savior Complex. It's her best work. And if you don't like Savior Complex, you can unsubscribe, stop listening, go home. Okay. Now we're going to get to honorable mentions. I'm kind of just going to. I kind of want to just scoot on through these because we're running out of time. I. Spoiler alert, there is no ranking for this video, because if I would just be ranking these albums, and I don't want to do that. I can't do that. I can't put my besties against each other. So we're just going to talk about the rest of these albums, and then we're going to be done with this episode. So we're just going to kind of go through these. I'll talk a little bit about each one. And yeah. And yeah! (laughs) First up, again, in no specific order, these aren't ranked. uh, We have Renaissance by Beyoncé. (laughs) Beyonce, whenever I hear Beyonce, I can only hear the voices in um, the song Beyonce. I don't know if it's a song. It's like a snippet thing. It's, it's in the song Partition. Beyonce, Beyonce. I, that's all I can think of. So, yeah. Um, amazing work. This is an amazing album. I, I think it's going to be my number one album of this year. Not by my choice, just by how much I've listened to it. Like... Unlike Spotify, Apple Music will give you your um, 2023, like, uh, recap, whatever, replay, rewind. And, like, it'll update throughout the year so you can see what's, like, your most listened to. And, like, my whole top 10 is just full of Renaissance songs. So it might be, like, my number one listened to album this year. But it's just like the perfect little it's like so upbeat and fun, and I just want to dance to it. It's a good song to like uh shower to. <laughs> good album, I think I said song. Anyway. My favorite song off this album is it was very hard to pick. There's so many good ones. Um, but I think it might be pure honey. Amazing. Amazing song. It's just like the perfect, like, ooh, ah. <clears throat> I wanted to put um America has a problem. That's a really, really good one as well. (laughs) But I could not because I wanted to put Pure Honey. Yeah, there's just so many good songs on that album. Renaissance is good. I really wish I could have gone to the tour, but I'm broke. Up next, we have another album that does not have a vinyl out there in the world, and I wish it did, Dawn by Yeba. This is an amazing, amazing album again i started listening to this the fall of 2021 it is the perfect fall vibe it is one of my favorite fall albums it's so good Yeba's voice is unmatched it is so beautiful and like soulful her um she released it on streaming platforms music streaming platforms the song called my mind but she has a youtube live performance of that song you listen to that go watch that video my mind by yeb Live, is the most like heartbreaking thing i've ever seen because apparently it was a week before or a week after her mom died that she performed this and you can just like you can feel the pain and the heartache of the whole thing it is amazing amazing my favorite song, I almost forgot, is a Paranoid Purple. I think that's the closer of the album. So good. There's a lot of closing songs, I've realized here. Paranoid Purple. <laughs> Paranoid Purple. Um, Oceanic Feeling, I'd Want You. Um, what else was it? Pure Honey is, is like the last second to last song. Anyway. Up next, we have Self-Titled by Marcus Mumford. Amazing title choice. Self-titled beautiful beautiful voice this came out last year 2022 and it is amazing i have this on record it's it's back there so i think it's like right there oh it's right there yeah right there you can see it um amazing album so beautiful amazing amazing collaborations phoebe bridgers claro brandy carlisle i think is that it i think there might be one more person amazing collaborations, amazing songs. It is beautiful. Listen to this if you haven't. If you like Mumford & Sons, listen to Marcus Mumford's self-title. It is beautiful. My favorite song is How. It's his collaboration with Brandy Carlisle. And I didn't, I liked this song when I first listened to this album. It is amazing. But sometimes when I listen to songs and I'm not like really paying attention to the lyrics, like it, they'll just go by me completely i'll miss the whole point of the song and i later learned the meaning of this song and it is heartbreaking and it brought like a whole new appreciation for the song and the lyrics it's so good do your research on that oh i didn't put this one down either okay apparently there's three albums on here i didn't pick favorites for this next one sawayama by Rena sawayama is good (laughs) it's right I have it right here I don't know if you can see it right here right next to self-titled by Marcus Mumford it's behind me it's gold Um, it is an amazing album it is like I think this is the album I've listened one of the albums I listened to wait let me re redo my words there (laughs) this album is the most album that's ever albumed (laughs) this like there is not a set genre to this album It jumps around from so many different genres of music, and I love that. There's, like, hyper-pop, pop, pop, punk, metal, like, alternative. I think there's, like, indie vibes. Like, it jumps around so much, and that's, like, what drew me to it because there's so many different sounds and textures and vibes to this album, and it is amazing. I need to look it up because I don't know what my favorite song off the album is. I forgot to write it down. Oh, my gosh. Oh, xs is always a good choice come to garcon um what else oh my gosh stfu a sad paradise and oh my gosh snakeskin so good i think i might have to say xs honestly the live version of xs so good so good Come to Garcon, so good though too. Oh, My God, it's choice. Like Who's that chick? <laughs> um, yeah, I'll I'll leave it up in the air between Come to Garcon and Excess. I think it might, it's Excess. Excess is so good. Perfect Communist album, album. Perfect Communist song. I saw a comment on the video for Excess. Um, Rena could write um Karl Marx's con- Communist Manifesto, but Karl Marx could not write Excess. And I live by those words. Next, we have Sling by Claro, another perfectly fall-vibed album. So sad. I love the meanings of each of these songs and the whole vibe of the album. It is so good. I think it's Claro's best work. Everybody loves Immunity, but I think I like Sling better than Immunity. Please don't hate me, Shimada. Um, It's just so good. I love the vibes. So good. Joni, underrated bop, but my favorite song off this album is Zinnia's. Perfectly beautiful, amazing song. Up next, we have Squeeze by Sasami. This is another amazing one, kind of like Samayama, It jumps around in genres. It's like it's very indie focused, but it has like metal, rock, punk, pop. Like it jumps around. And I feel like I get drawn to those kinds of things a lot. Like the record by Boy Genius, it kind of jumps around. It has like folk, pop, alternative indie vibes. And I think I've said that so much during this episode of the podcast that that is like my cup of tea. I'll live for that love. Um, But it is so good. Like the opener Skinner Rat completely throws you off to the rest of the album. Because, like, the rest of it can be, like, so beautiful. And the closing of the album, the way the two songs... Oh, so good. But my favorite is Call Me Home. Amazing. And this is another one where you could, like, pick a song. Like, I was struggling. I was like, should I pick... I wanted to pick Skinner Rat, but then I was like... Mm, I want something a little bit more meaningful. Skinner Rat's really good for, like, anger. But Call Me Home is just... I feel like it's a good middle ground. It's a good middle ground. Up next, we have... Taylor Swift <laughs> folklore it's been sitting here the whole time taunting you we got folklore right here arguably Taylor's best album I know that is a very big topic in Swifty lore. Nobody can decide on a favorite album but I feel like folklore is the one that so many people can agree on is like one of her best amazing songwriting lyricism the words she wrote the words. <laughs> Uh, No, honestly, like, the music, the instrumentals, the vibe. Like, she curated the vibe of Folklore beautifully. And her, Jack, and I think Aaron. Is Aaron the other songwriter, I believe? Right? Am I... Yeah, Aaron Desner. Like, they completely produced this album beautifully. Like, you cannot... There's so many big Taylor Swift haters out there. I realize that. I know. I understand. I used to be you. I used to be a Taylor Swift hater. But you cannot listen to Folklore and tell me it is not a good album. Look me in the eyes and tell me Folklore is not a good album because I will punch you in the face if you do because it is so good. Okay. Like, I will get on Twitter. Sorry, X. I'll get on X. And, um... Like, Pop Crave... Or pop bass. They'll tweet something X. They X something about Taylor Swift. And um, like that she just denied the Super Bowl. Doing a Super Bowl. And people are like, I wouldn't even like it. And it's like, you need to grow the. Uh, come on. Get rid of your hate and judgment. Shut up. <laughs> no, it's like people will be like me after five seconds of listening to a taylor swift song it's like a a a picture of them taking headphones off like that right there proves to me that you are immature and a child like you are going to just hear the first five seconds of a taylor swift song and take them off you're not even going to give it a chance grow up grow um, up come on okay and as i said earlier i said there was one album i mathematically ranked on this chart list and this is the one I mathematically ranked or I've tried to mathematically rank all of Taylor Swift albums I have two more to go I have Fearless and Debut I did the country ones last or like the most country of the country ones last because they're I just know they're not going to be my favorite I wanted to kind of do my favorites first in retrospect I should have done those first and then grew to the bigger ones anyway um, I will say I did this out of a 10 out of 10 rating scale Folklore has an 8.71 so Do with that what you will with your mathematically rankings of Taylor Swift. I will not disclose the rest of my rankings here for the albums because I'm going to finish all the rankings and come back to you with that. So yeah, 8.71 is my ranking of Folklore by Taylor Swift. Favorite song? Currently, this switches so much, is Mirrorball. But like, Invisible String, August, Cardigan, Betty, Peace, The Lakes, so many good ones. Illicit Affairs, My Tears Ricochet, The One, Exile. Bangers after bangers after bangers after bangers after bangers. Come on. bangers and mash. Come on. Okay. Next, we have Crash by Charlie XCX, which is kind of one out of left field. I would... Left field? Left field. It's like hyper pop focused. And that is like something I wouldn't really be drawn to. But my cousin Justin and I were talking about this one day and... It was. I was like, maybe I should listen to some Charlie XCX. And she, Crash had just come out. She was like, let me do it. Let me listen to Crash. And I listened to it on my drive from college back home. And it was It was a journey. It's a very strange, that intro is very strange to listen to while you're driving. But as we know, Charlie XCX knows how to write a car song. Vroom. Crash. Speed drive. I. I, will, I will, <laughs> yeah, say more. Come on. That one's for you, Janie. Favorite song off the album? Yuck. <laughs> yep. Yuck. Okay. Next we have I Disagree More by Poppy. I think this is the only album I on I have on here that is a deluxe version. There's so many other ones that like you could say the deluxe about like this. The one the folklore deluxe has the lakes on it. This is the deluxe, so I guess I'm just a liar. Um, but I Disagree More is like the deluxe version of this album. And it is, I think it's so much better than I Disagree. It's the same album. I don't know why I said that. I'm not making sense. I have six minutes to finish this. Okay. This is such a good album. Yes. My favorite song is If It Bleeds. So good. Okay. Next up, I got to run through these Sorry, is No Burden by Lucy Dacus. Her most underrated piece of work to this day. No Burden by Lucy Dacus is so good. It is like the perfect angsty vibe. the 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 cover art of the album is beautiful, green orange, like a vintagey burnt. So good. It fits the vibe of the album really well. It's so good. If you love Lucy Dacus, Boy Genius, Phoebe Bridgers, Julian Baker, any of that sorts, and you have not listened to No Burden by Lucy Dacus. Do yourself a favor and put them headphones on. Give it a listen. Thank you. My favorite song? Kind of a basic choice, but Troublemaker Doppelganger. (laughs) That is a mouthful. Oh my gosh. Troublemaker Doppelganger is such a good song. It is amazing. Thank you. So that kind of wraps up the rest of this that I have. Honestly, you could say that this was my top 20 albums, (laughs) but... I'm going to say it's my 10 out of 10 albums. The first 10 and then the last 10 are honorable mentions. So, yeah. Oh, also, I disagree more. I don't know if I said it. It's right there. I kind of scattered a lot of these records around me just to have like a vibe. It's a vibe. Um. So, yeah, these have been my my albums. Please let me know on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok. Let me know what your favorite albums are. I'm I'm interested in listening to new music. So, if there's an album that you tell me that I haven't listened to, by all means I would love to listen to your favorite music um yeah so that's gonna kind of wrap that up I'm gonna kind (laughs) of zoom on into the uh media of the week because I'm running out of time so I I've kind of let myself down in the last two weeks I haven't listened to that listened I haven't watched that many movies that's okay though I've done other medias um I've kind of put movies on the back burner for a while after the escapade I threw with Studio Ghibli when I listened watched like eight movies in two days or something. I don't know. It was crazy. Um so we're just gonna we're putting movies on back burner for a second. We'll put them on the back. So I've been listening to a lot of music, a lot of podcasts. I'm not gonna give any podcast media of the week because I'm just gonna keep saying the same ones. I don't listen to new podcasts. I listen to the same three podcasts. They're my favorite. I won't say, them. okay. <laughs> um, a lot of music and then I've watched a bunch of TV. I've watched a lot of TV. When you don't watch so many movies in a week, you can watch so many TV shows. It is insane. <laughs> um, but anyway, I'll start with the music. I think I've done it as a media of the week before, but folklore Folklore is going to be one of my medias of the week just because it is like the fall vibe. It is an amazing fall vibe. And I love folklore. Like you can listen. Like I'm in my Christian girl autumn era. Currently. And it is August 24th. But that's okay. Because Starbucks just dropped their fall menu today. So I'm valid. So we're going to do folklore. And then this is another very basic choice at the moment. If you've been on TikTok. And if you've been on the right side of TikTok. You will... Have heard of this and seen the video for, um, I forgot the name completely, lost. Back on 74 by Jungle. Amazing song, amazing video. If you don't know about this band, this um, song, or this music video, do yourself a favor and go watch the music video for Back on 74. It is amazing. The choreography is everything. So good. So yeah, that's my Music Media of the Week. And then I've been watching a lot of television shows. A lot of... Can you hear my chair squeaking? Because it is squeaking really bad. Probably very bad to notice that at the very end of the episode. But I've been watching so many TV shows. A lot of animated TV shows. Um, and I'm fine with that, okay? <laughs> so I've... I watched and finished the fourth season of um, Solar Opposites. Good. Love Solar Opposites. Season four was really good. I think... I feel like I liked it better than season three. I don't know. I might have to go back and rewatch that. Um, Next up, after I finished um, Solar Opposites season four, I was like, I need need some more animated adult shows. Come on. Give me something. Because like... I think I kind of want to watch Futurama after a lot of it's come out. Because, what, the sixth episode's coming out next week? And I want to, like... I want to binge. I don't want to, like, pace myself week to week. And, like, Bob's Burgers isn't coming out for a few more months. So I have to wait for that. And then The Simpsons, I just kind of watch that here and there. Blah, 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 blah. I'm on season two still. Or, wait, no. I'm on season three. I'm on season three of The Simpsons. Um, So... I started watching The Great North. I watched the first episode, like, a year and a half ago. And I meant to, like, keep up with it because I wanted a new show to watch, but I never did. And I'm on... What What? What am I on? I think I'm on season two, currently. Season two of The Great North. So good. Oh, the camera's out of battery. I'm just going to have to keep going without video. Sorry, if you're watching on YouTube, you're just going to hear my voice. Okay. <laughs> um, it is, like, Bob's Burgers meets, like the voice cast of big mouth and human resources. I don't know. I think it's like perfect. It's, it's, um it's Bob's verb Bob's burgers for people that live in Canada. Basically. <laughs> it is amazing. If you like Bob's burgers, I would highly recommend the great North. It is basically the same vibe, but just a different cast. And it's, it, they're so lovable. I'd highly recommend it. And lastly, I have my last media of the week. I have Heartstopper. I watched season two and I liked it. I'm, I'm not sorry to say I liked Heartstopper. <laughs> I watched the first season when it first came out and I was like, it's a cute TV show. It's whatever. It's not my favorite thing in the world. But season two, it, it made me invested. I'm invested in Heartstopper now. I severely hated Tao the first season and his FAB. If you know, you know, but they got rid of it this episode and I, It it changed my mind. So, yeah. So, I I like Heartstopper. Sue me. Sue me. Anyway. So, thank you for watching. This has been a a crazy one. I ramble a lot. I'm figuring that out when I do these episodes by myself. But, yeah. This has been the Mostly Media Podcast where we talk media mostly. That's very sad to do when there's nobody else here. So, yeah. Thanks for watching. Next week, get ready. We're going to go head first into the fall season and you best be prepared. Okay. Bye.